So check this out, man. Earlier this week, one of Crush's Ghanaian cousins thought that it was going to be a smart move to enter into a lion's den at a zoo and got mauled and eaten up. Uh, well, first of all, I'm Ghanaian. I'm not Ghanaian. Oh, oh, my bad. I thought you guys were the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you racist motherfucker. Then, then he has the audacity. Racist ass motherfucker. I'm blown away. Hey, trying to spur South American here, man. Oh, damn, man. My, my, my bad. Know, he said, <laughs> man, I'm about to report you to the council of the diaspora, man. <laughs> his, 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 his Latin side came out real quick. He said, I know black poppy. I know black, I know black But yeah, this motherfucker thought it was a smart move to jump into a damn lion's den. And got mauled the fuck up, and people didn't find his body until the following what? morning. So what? yeah, they did. yeah he got eaten. Wait, wait, the fuck wait, wait, up wait, 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 so wait. He got he got there like overnight or during the day. Yeah, he climbed into the jump during the night, and overnight. and the zookeeper found his destroyed body in the morning. It was like so they had to they, the the mayor of the town where the zoo is made a public notice to be like. Why is this, why is this something that somebody would even think was was a smart thing to do? Why would you want to do that? But I have so zero that, sympathy for old boy too. No, whoever you are that got mauled up, I, mean, I have zero sympathy for you. I am yeah. only sympathy I have is for the loved ones that you left behind because of your fucking stupidity. That's it. If you play with wild animals. And you get wild animal behavior. I have zero sympathy for you, bro. I'm sorry. I mean, can you imagine the pain? Oh I, I can't. I can't even imagine can't. the pain. But see, this is this is, and this Ooh. is something that you see at the the zoo all the time. Remember how many years ago was that? It wasn't the, that long the, when that lady jumped in the motherfucker. I, I remember that shit. Yeah. Well, it was Harambe, and then you had the the tigers. Out yeah. in California, the, the Cat Williams skit, the classic Cat Williams oh, skit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where the white folks oh, is messing shit. with the I tiger. And the tigers whipped their ass and they wanted to put the tigers down. And I'm like, yeah. hold on. The tiger's going to tiger, my guy. Like, that's you're going to put the tiger down. You can't arrest the tiger for being a tiger. Yeah, you're going to kill the tiger. tiger. <laughs> for what you the put the tiger in a cage. You arrested the tiger in the first place, you kidnapped them. And then and the tiger responds in his trauma. <laughs> He's gonna be pissed. Every Nigga, day. did you say his trauma? Shut the fuck. His up. trauma. <laughs> Animals got trauma, dog. I mean, listen, man. I'll be watching critter fixers, bro. I'm just saying, man. Listen. Didn't some fool jump in with a polar bear too? Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Oh my god, that. You white are, people love one swipe wild animals, bro. One swipe from a polar bear paw. One swipe, your whole your, 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 the, the movie's over. 
Black folks, <laughs> black folks walk <laughs> by the animals at the zoo and give them the head nod like this. <laughs> like it's fucked up that you're in here. I know I, I know, I know, I pay you fifty bucks to get in here, but it's fucked up that they treat me like this. I think we recognize you are been in the same position. See, Elgin, Elgin is the fucking worst. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again is the incredible in the black podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world, and covering it all from the perspective <laughs> of three grown ass men who know not to jump into the fucking lions den. I am your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself, but you know I can never do this alone. Let me intro- introduce the rest of my zoology team. Rush, say what's up, man. Peace, everybody. Peace. No doubt, no doubt. Oh, man. Your, your, your mama's favorite villain, please say what's up to the people. <laughs> what's good to the white people who like talking with animals? Literally, sometimes. <laughs> And if you're checking this out on YouTube, make sure that you finesse that thumbs up button. It goes a long way. It's free. Helps the algorithm go by. And make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out on the next episode as well. And you can follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. But if you want to be a part of the family, please, Elgin, explain to them how they can do that, man. Yeah, first off, we want to say thank you to all of the folks who continue to support us via our Patreon account. We thank you for all of your support and your consistency in supporting what we're building here. For those of you guys who have not become a member of our Patreon, uh, fuck you waiting on. I mean, I, it's, you can you can do it today, uh, literally, and I'm going to show you how. Right? You can head on over to our website, www.intheblackpodcast.com. Right hand corner, it's become family. You get it? Family. Family always wants money. Black folks, you know how it is. Black tax. All of those things, you get it. Right? Go ahead and click down, scroll down. There's a couple of things you can do. At some point in time, we will be updating our swag. We do know that we have some 1992 uh, FUBU esque looking t-shirts on you the see, website. This, this dude can <laughs> never he, he can never just be nice ever it's okay. Like, it's okay. He gotta be listen, an asshole. Oh, they're they're good they're good quality. I have one. Listen man and those things always come back in fashion, right? So but also if you want to donate directly to where we're going here at the end of black podcast dollar sign in the black PDCST via cash app. At some point in time we're going to have Venmo and Zelle and all these other motherfuckers up there too because we want every possible way of getting what you want to give to us. But the way to become a member of our Patreon, hit the other tab. Listen, the off the cuff segment of the show is where all of the bodies are buried. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to tell you. <laughs> That's where all of the bodies are buried. You think the shit that we say here, here, is risque? Oh no! Yeah, I killed at least it. five people in the off the cuff segment tonight. At least five. Okay, at least five. I killed five. I'm telling. And that's by myself. I'm not even gonna mention <laughs> what crushed it. I'm not even gonna mention how you know, how old was came before his kids again. I'm just saying. <laughs> Ain't no snitch. <laughs> no it's snitches no. over here, my guy. No <laughs> snitches you. over here. It's where the bodies is buried, family. But hey, thank you for guys for doing everything with us. Continue to share, like, and 
please subscribe. And besides that, I'm, I'm not saying this shit. Go ahead, ho. Yeah, like, just let's move on because you just want to cause more motherfucking trouble. That's all you want to do. All right, so we're going to jump into this week's show, man. And I think we need to start, and they're tied. Recently, there was news broke out that Brett Favre, aka Brett Favre, uh, fraud, um, was questioned by the FBI for welfare money fraud from the state of Mississippi. What? You remember from 2017 to 2018, he got paid almost $1.3 million for giving giving speeches that he never showed up to give speeches for. He is just one of many rich white people that got TANF money. TANF money, that's welfare money, in case you weren't aware. Temporary aid for aid needy, and this, families. And needy families. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Temporary aid for needy families, and these guys got money. Ted DiBiase, famous wrestler, his nonprofit Christian organization got four point one million. No, excuse me, two points, two point one million dollars. Yeah. Hey, Sean, tell but the folks where that happened. At. It happened in Mississippi. It happened in Mississippi, which it is the poorest what? state Hold in on. our country. In Mississippi, yeah. yes. something it's else is happening in Mississippi too. Something's got to be happening. Exactly. Okay. One of the most yeah. Mississippi. One of the is not one of the, is the, the poorest country uh, state in our country. Yes, it has in damn all aspects, guys. In every aspect, twenty yes. percent of Mississippi's population live at or below the poverty line. Mississippi has the highest rate of child poverty in the country, almost forty percent. Meaning, anyone below the age of eighteen there's a strong likelihood that you are poor, poor, and need TANF and need assistance. But meanwhile, there are people like Ted DiBiase, his son who was recently indicted for money fraud, stealing $4.3 million from TANF, welfare fraud. People like Brett Favre that are getting paid TANF money to give these non-existent speeches. Let me let me turn try and tie it back to, to tie everything together. Please. Right now in Jackson, Mississippi, which is overwhelmingly black population, overwhelmingly eighty percent. Just to let the listeners almost know. Om, 80, actually it's almost ninety percent. Almost, it's almost yeah, it's closer to ninety than it is closer 80. to ninety. Yes. Yep. Is going through a water crisis right now. Jackson is the largest county in Mississippi. And they are going through a water crisis right now where people cannot drink the water. They can't even flush their toilets. This only really became an issue because people like Deion Sanders, who's now the coach at Jackson State University, couldn't even take care of his football team. He's got to bust them outside to another place to take care of his football team because they can't even flush the toilets or drink the waters in their own facilities. And he's begging people to contribute water and do all these other sorts of things and give them lodging and stuff like that. Through this process, as people are unraveling this story about fraud, this welfare fraud, an auditor in the case said that 70 plus million dollars, 70 plus million dollars has been given or exploited by people like this. 
This is from an auditor. This is not me saying it. This is not CNN. This is from the people boots on the ground that are counting the money. 70 plus million dollars to these folks like Brett Favre and Ted DiBiase. I want to give you guys an opportunity, a quick opportunity to guess. How much do you think the federal government allocates to Mississippi to handle their water, their uh, water infrastructure? I'm not going to guess. Go ahead. $75 million. Mm -hmm. They essentially gave away for lack of a better term, all of their money for water infrastructure to people that exploited through TANF, welfare money. These are the welfare queens that Ronald Reagan was really talking about. Not the ones he was trying to convince you of. These are the ones that are really stealing people's money and doing nothing about it. In the poorest state, in the country. In the poorest city. In the, in the most port- overwhelmingly black black city, yep, city and black state. How long has it, it been going is? On? So How, this is Jackson, Mississippi. Go ahead. I'm glad. I'm, I'm sorry, glad you asked that. No, you're good. I'm glad that you asked that because apparently the mayor of Jackson, mm-hmm. Jackson City specifically, has been sounding the alarm for at least almost three years. Begging but people have been for a change. Begging. We need help here. We need our infrastructure looked at. We need additional funds to make these changes. These things are on the horizon. Things are going to get worse. Let's catch it before it gets wild. And meanwhile, the governor was like, nah, dog, we good. We Not only was the governor like, nah, dog, we're good. That same Republican white governor also sent back some of the money, a large portion of the money that the government sent to him for the pandemic. He said, oh, no, 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 no. We're okay. And sent it back to the government. Money that if he kept, he could have used because after the time frame, the government would say, hey, we're going to send you this money for this specific thing for this particular time frame. So we're going to send you $1 million, Crush, for one month. After that one month, you st- if all that $1 million is still there, you can do whatever you want with that $1 million. So they could have kept all of that money that they didn't use until that time frame had passed and they could have used it on anything that they needed. Their piss poor education system, renovating and updating, their air conditioning, HVAC conditioning inside of the incarcerated facilities that we talked about before. They, they could have done all of these things, but this Republican white governor said, nah, bruh, we cool. We're going to send this back. While the black mayor is begging for a change to come to, and now it is so egregious that it has moved from a crisis to an intentional level of evil. And the reason why Mm -hmm. I say an intentional level of evil, because this was not a situation that happened in the dark. This was not something that people who were in power were unaware of. Motherfuckers knew. Motherfuckers didn't do nothing. They had the opportunity to do it. And the thing about the Brett Favre situation is this is typical 
with a lot of these different types of situations with people like that who will use their platform or their nonprofit status as a way of funneling money to some yes. of these so-called yes, celebrities. Yes, sir. It's, 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 but again, mainstream mm. media have not hung Brett Favre by his balls yep. because of this. It has been relatively silent on yep. all of your major yep. media platforms. Yep. Yep. But we'll keep yep. talking about Michael Vick. Every time Michael Vick comes up, we talk about him and them damn dogs. But we never... Mm-hmm. He robbed yeah, poor I people. I guess, I, I guess, I guess, y'all, I guess children have to start dying. And they already are. Yeah. No, a people lot. Have, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. A lot of children have to start dying before they start no, looking at a lot of white why children have to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, when that's the white kids that... start dying. And since it's a small, such a small white population, and, and again, the white population are not affluent. These are not wealthy people who live in Jackson. These are yeah. poor black, yeah. brown, and yeah. white folks who yeah. are suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the governor of the world. governor of Mississippi, his name is Tate Reeves. I want to make sure you guys know that, so that if you actually give a damn, that you can send a letter to your local politicians and see what you can do because. All of this is insidious, to be very honest with you. Like you, like uh, El said, they've been they, they saw the writing on the wall. They saw the writing on the wall, and they still they chose to ignore it intentionally, willfully. And for the and for the people who no, he, he won't though. That's the problem. He's not going. That's, that's he's the not going to go anywhere. Nope. And the, for the people who want to compare and get sucked into a type of oppression Olympics by mentioning Flint. Michigan. Flint still doesn't have their water situation taken care of, but it is two different situations with very much the same outcome. Black explain explain that. Explain that. Well, the difference is that there could have been things done to rectify. There's more of a mismanagement of money and resources in the Jackson situation than what we see in Flint. Right, Flint was just mm. it was mismanaged from a more of a political standpoint yeah, than yeah, anything else. I, I think that's that. that's where we, we gotta be careful when we start saying, Well, Flint don't have it either. Well, if Flint don't have it either, that shouldn't make us not want to look at Jackson. Do it. That should Thank also you. make you want to look at your city or your town. Yeah. Because lo and behold, after Jackson, the story that we'll talk more about later on is another city. Who is also no, no. As, you, as you're saying it, let's let's go ahead and roll into it because I think that that's what? extremely important. Go, go yeah. ahead, Al. So we'll, we'll segue right into the, the topic that I wanted to address. My oldest daughter lives and has lived in West Baltimore probably for the past four or five years. Uh, so I'm sitting on the Twitters, as the old folks say, and I'm scrolling, and then people are saying, "Man, what the fucking Baltimore?" And so I began to research and come to find out that there has been found E. coli within the water system, particularly, and I'm not sure if it's just specifically in the West Baltimore section, but it's also another predominantly black, poor place that is having issues with their water system. So at one point in time, there was a complete ban 
on the drinking of water and they were struggling with and it. You know what's so funny? And I'll tie this in in just a second. Jamal Bryant, Pastor Jamal Bryant, so some of you motherfuckers may be familiar with for whatever reason. I'm sorry. Don't His you guys love church, him? No, they love uh, <laughs> He originally has a deep ties to, to Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. He's from Baltimore, yeah. So when the situation in Jackson was taking place, he went to all his social media platforms and was looking to corral resources. He had a goal. I think he wanted to do either between four to 10 tractor trailers full of water to go to Jackson. Hmm. Lo and behold, while he is galvanizing his community to send water elsewhere, right down the street from where his empowerment temple is, are tons. West Baltimore is one of the poorest crime-ridden sections in all of Baltimore. Yes, sir. It's literally in a water crisis. So I mentioned and brought this story up because a lot of times white leftists and white liberals will talk about climate crisis, right? What the earth is doing. But what they often neglect as a, you know, in a gracious blind spot is to actually look at predominantly black and brown communities and look at their climate crisis. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons that for years is documented. Anybody can look at We've had the highest rate of breathing respiratory issues mm, yep. in communities. We Living near factories, the cancer rate. Yeah. That. Now we that's see asbestos. We see clearly because a lot of the black communities, right, are very much near and close to factories. We yep. see that, right? But also we see Jackson, Flint, and Baltimore. You can't deny what all three of these particular places have, have in, in common. common. Have in common. So, poor class, black and <sighs> I am not only distraught, I am more than bothered. And this is the things like this that happen in Baltimore and in some capacity what's happened in Jackson is what ends up leading conservative white Republicans to jump in and say, see, these are black Democratic-led cities and counties and so on, and they're not doing anything either. They're fucking up. Maybe you should come on over to... to Come on over to the dark side and come come join us. And at the, but at the and end I'm of the day, I'm not suggesting that shit at all. No, so no, no, no. I'm not suggesting that either. I'm saying fuck both of them. So yeah, and that's for, oh, and that's please. that's my point though. That's my point. Is that at the end of the day, it seems like it's not about whether you're Democratic or Republican. The problem still exists. How do you resolve the issue? Because it clearly it seems like neither side really gives a damn about how to resolve or get ahead of issues like this, man. And I only, and, oh, once no, again, I, in fairness, I said similar to Jackson only because the mayor seemed like he was trying to do the right thing before everything really fell out of fell out of whack. Now help me, man, because I don't want to be that guy who points to other situations this without <laughs> having the context. But we see, right? We look and see across this country, there's a number of crises that need resources and money and people on the ground to do things right now. Jackson, Flint, Baltimore, 
small pocket size of some of the most egregious and evil things taking place. But while that is taking place here, oh, we're still sending billions of dollars. I knew you were going to do it. I'm glad. And that's what I'm saying. No, I dig it. I dig it 100%. I dig it 100%. And I, I, I get incredibly confused. Like, we're claiming that we don't have money here to provide for our own people in America. But we write a check quick as shit to send a couple of billion to a boy. Yeah, in the Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand that. But when it's yeah. black people who are dying, because again, this is just not Elgin hopping on a, pulling out a race card here. These are black, poor, working class, black areas. Sean gave you the statistics of Jackson. If we needed to, we can give you the statistics of West Baltimore and of Flint, predominantly black areas. These are black folks who can't drink water, something that we need to actually essential. survive. Yes, it's essential. Something essential, as essential as water. And they've been having to fight for it. Or to fight for claim because I think in Baltimore at first they said there was a a boil the boil water ordinance, but then afterwards it was it was it got so bad they were like, nah, you're like, not don't even, don't even boil don't even boil that shit at all, just don't. So that means somewhere along the line there was some sort of filtration or sanitizing problem because you know where you get E. coli from, you get E. coli from feces from west from waste. Crush. What is what is the what is the Baltimore mayor's name? Do either one of you guys know? I know he's a young brother. I, I think he's like one of the youngest in the history. Um, damn, I do not know. We'll Brandon Scott. I knew the name. Brandon, Brandon Scott. Scott. Yeah. Brandon Scott, young dude. He was just elected in twenty twenty. He's not yet. He's not even forty years old. You talking about a, a way to get in the office? Shit. And people. People gout people. If I remember correctly, though, people did swing behind them because they thought he was going to be a progressive mayor. Now, mind you, I have not followed Baltimore's politics as yeah, close, I so I can't say it. if it's he's common. been progressive, if he's gotten into some roadblocks or whatever the case is. But there, there's that. Crush your thoughts, man. No, I just don't understand. You know, I don't know. I don't understand how the priorities of foreign affairs will supersede those of domestic. Um, something like this is just uh, unreal. I mean, there's not much more I can say. I don't understand it, man. I really don't. I, I don't. I am sincere. And this I, is just I, not I, me I'm poking at Biden's punk ass and none of that type of shit. I'm sincerely trying to understand at what point in time does what is taking place at home become the prior. And, and again, for me, it always lines up to something very simple. If my neighbor came to knock at my door to ask me for something or was in need, I wouldn't give them the last of what I have here. While my house is burning down, I'm not going to focus the water hose on their crib. Mm -hmm. Unless, unless they're playing some game at some, at some level or some angle that we just refuse to or just can't see. Like there's some other, some other game they're playing by 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 literally ignoring your own starving, your own needs, and, and putting the. Uh, I, I don't. Some political. I mean, what do they? I mean, like, what do they think they will lose 
by actually providing aid to their own cities? Like, what do you what do you stand to lose by actually funding your infrastructure? I, I, what, 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 what is the cost benefit ratio? Like, do we, are we missing something from the cost benefit ratio in this scenario? Like, I, I, I think what, it's what is, I think what it's is the issue here with helping ourselves. I think it's a multi-tier thing, right? Because there's some there's some political pundits and folks that would tell you that the money that Biden is pushing to Ukraine is really is 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 basically on the cheap compared to what could possibly happen as the United States, quote unquote, endangers its endangers its interests against Russia. So they're trying to stave off the trying to stave off the monster. So they're like, this is just chump change to make sure that what really could happen doesn't happen, which could cost us much more. There are people that would make that argument. But you, there is that level where you see that there are open funds that could be being sent to these cities that are not. But then there's another element to it, the element of m- mismanagement of funds. Let's not forget Baltimore for the past three or four on, mayors man. has had has had mayors embroiled in like uh, embezzlement and misappropriation of funds and all these other things. You're like, what the hell is going on? So I don't, like I said, I have not delved deep enough to know what Mayor Scott has gotten himself into or what he's doing, but I know that his predecessors did not make it any easier for him, man. They made that shit real messy. Folks stealing money, take getting these fucking city contracts when they shouldn't have been getting city city contracts, having to be chased down across state lines to be arrested because they tried to flee. Like, there's a lot of mess that's been going on in Baltimore. And Baltimore is just one example. And it 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 burns me to even it have a conversation. It, besides the yeah. fact that it's an insidious thing that you see black and poor working class, black and brown people suffering from this foolishness. It's also oh, the argument that a lot oh, of these conservative white people use when they want to be like, they're just animals. So why, 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 We told why y'all what was going on. Why, That's what happens when you vote Democrat and when you're doing this whole woke, woke mafia shit. But I, but I see I see just a, a blatant vulnerability on the state level. I see these, all, these, these vulnerabilities on the state level specifically. Like, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's mystifying me that, because I mean, I've met city planners you know, I've met good people in in in, in county governments. I, I, I don't know. It, it, what it is is a demonstration, though, and I think there are particular people that we can point to who have been instrumental in causing the fucked up shit to be more fucked up, mm-hmm. right? Like the governor down in Jackson, I mean, in Mississippi. That situation is systemic and structural, but with every system, there has to be someone to help funnel and keep that system flowing, right? That governor is one of those people. But when we look at Baltimore, when we look at Flint, when we look at Philly, when we look at all these big, once predominant, Detroit, one of these big, Mm. predominantly black spaces is not simply a failure of structure, it's a failure of men. And oftentimes, in many of these predominantly black cities, it's often the failure of black men or black people. Here in mm. Philly, it was Wilson mm. fucking good, 
Mm-hmm. In Baltimore, you can name name your black one, and yeah. you can name your, it's it's and, but it all ties into the way the system is structured and the system works. So when we get into ways and talk about solutions, the solution is always going to be with the people, but you have to be able to acknowledge that is just not simply getting old boy out of Mississippi out of office. Yeah, there has to be a complete structural change, and honestly. The only structural change that we are going to ever see that is going to do the things that we need to do is if all these fucking systems burn down. From education to policing to yeah, that's the only justice thing. reform, yep, the whole thing. Whole it got to be burned. And, and if anybody, you know, has some matches, I got some gas and we can get to work because <laughs> this thing. All right, keeping the theme going with Baltimore Crush, man. What we got next on deck, man? Man, I found some craziness uh, about a gang of rogue police in Baltimore who ended up costing the city of Baltimore more than $15 million. The long-term cost of the Baltimore Police Department's uh, gun gun trace task force. Gun trace task force. uh, Jumped by more than half a million dollars as a result of a newly approved settlement with one of the gang's victims. Um, using the word gang intentionally, uh, the, the, you know, didn't know what the task force wasn't doing, but actually know the fact that they were a corrupt organization. Um, so far, they said that uh, the courts would do the settlement, due to the settlement and other, and other settlements that uh, the, it, it's, it's cost the city north of, uh, you know, 15 million. And, mm-hmm. And it's amazing that you know, something like this is even going down. Um, there are actually four more lawsuits related to that same gang's activity, and they're pending against the city, which means more taxpayers are, are going to call for more for their for, the, for their victims. As the city also present, is going through a crisis with uh, E. coli bacteria in their water system. So it seems like you know at this point, uh, when it rains, it pours for Baltimore. Um, <laughs> it's funny that. You know, I mean, it's funny that you know we we uh, we're, we're a place where we're, we get we get little victories now when it comes to addressing the corruption in law enforcement. But I guess in the bigger picture, we you know uh, that that punishment <laughs> punishes us too. Yeah, right. You know, you know yeah. in, in a way, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of a you know, it's kind of a, the government's little 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 fuck you. You know, what I'm saying for 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 trying to for trying to get our people straight. In a way, yeah. Um, but I mean, for, for Baltimore, this is just, um, I guess, a painful mode of growth in a sense. I mean, a, a, a step in the right direction of addressing the corruption and police in mm-hmm. Baltimore Police Department, even though it's costing the citizens, you know, fifteen million more while they, you know, do a city water. I mean, what do you? Uh, the, the, vibe tonight, you the, vibe, the vibe tonight is a little, little, little grim, gentlemen. I know, but <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's because it's, it's, it's realistic. It, it, you know, it's very yeah. real. It's very, I mean, because Baltimore is is me and me and O's neighbor. I, yep. I, I, I have a, I have a, I have a godson who lives out there. You know, um, I, you know, we, we, uh, as a matter of fact, I think my, I think my wife is about to have a conference out there uh, for two or three days. I, maybe they have to pivot. Um, Shit. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this, this, I guess it speaks to the larger issues we've been speaking to with when it comes to infrastructure and when it comes to America's cities and, and specifically predominantly black cities. So I guess this is just one more layer of, of, of shit for them to deal with. But does this look like a, a you know a sign of light at the end of the tunnel by dealing with a rogue element in their police police force right now, John? 
Is this a, no. just a, gl- a glimmer of hope? No. no. Not here's, even here's, a, here's, here's the reason why there's not a, it's not a glimmer of hope. Well, I know, I for one, this issue with the Gun Trace Task Force has been something that has been years in the making. I mean, it's been so far in years in the making that they just had an HBO series on HBO Max. We own the night yep. that highlighted this. Exact you know, it's been a long time when you got a TV show, my guy. <laughs> exactly. They had a TV show. We own the night oh, starring. Uh, what's my man's name? The Punisher. John. Yeah. Berthold, John Berthold. That, yeah, that John who Berthold. typecast as a cop. That's all he's ever going to fucking be is a cop. And you play the perfect trash racist dirty cop and we own the night but david simon who is also connected to what series that was the in wires. baltimore the wire, the wire. Yeah, the wire. david simon yeah. was directly re- responsible for we own the night series another sophisticated mm-hmm. form of copaganda because in this series what they do is they highlight the humanity of these police officers. They give these police officers a human a human side for you to be able to connect with while they Excuse are me? intentionally setting up the murder of young black men and women. I'm telling you, listen, it's again, I have not watched the conversation. Yet, so I can't even I've seen it. Then. We had a conversation recently on the show about propaganda, how it works. Yes, sir. We on the night is another form of it. But this situation hmm. with the Gun Trace Task Force, it came to light and got the spotlight really centered on it during the Freddie Gray, during that rebellion that took place there. Because those officers from the Gun Trace Task Force were many of the officers who were accused of being That's excessively brutal to the yeah. people who were. Yeah, listen, yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah. And the government, the people in Baltimore had the opportunity doing their first arrest years ago to do this. Man, listen, this shit is so insidious. Yeah. And that's why I say there's right. there's no hope for this fucking shit. There's, there's yeah. no yeah. no way. Yeah, yeah, so all you reformers, I don't know what the fuck you guys are thinking here because it's just not possible. I, 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 One of the things that gets me the most is that you hear people that fight against the whole defund the police movement, but they're okay with defund the police so long as it's being defunded this way. Think about yeah. that. 15 plus million dollars because of what? Seven cops? And that they doesn't have, allowed... to the other settlements that you the city it. of Baltimore has already that's paid, already paid out. out. Yep. That's already for paid these out. same people. And like, I think that's the biggest part for me, given what you've been saying is like, are we winning? I can't say that we're winning. Because at the end of the day, it's black and brown people that are still ultimately paying the cost monetarily in this instance through their tax dollars for all of the foolishness that these police are doing. Right? So maybe there's the, no so way that the, you escape it. So you So maybe the indictments in the settlement are part of some other kind of play. I think that I think every now no and then the system, every now and then the system is going to turn on itself momentarily to eat one of their own just in order for the system to continue to work. To continue the way to move on. No, intended. I give it to, I, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Like somebody has to be the scapegoat in the instance. Yeah, right? sir. Somebody's seen the to. same thing with, with Chauvin. Chauvin was all Chauvin essentially was mm. was a scapegoat for a larger system. 
and the, I think the, the craziest thing is, you know, we've had a number of police involved murders here in the past couple of weeks, but they have mm-hmm. not gotten the news, not, a peep. Nope. not, not a peep. the attention. Yeah, and the I question mean, has to begin. Some heinous, what, heinous shit really went down. Why yeah. are we not hearing about it in the same capacity that we once were hearing about it? Because the climate has changed. People are not captured and stuck in their home where they could only be fed that news all day. There's no fear of a fucking riot that's going to happen. So it's like, okay, well, there it you is. Know, we're going to do what there we're going to do. We'll, we'll continue right to talk about Ukraine. We'll continue to talk about Queen Elizabeth passing away. We'll continue to talk about all this other shit that that right there. Any, the moment the, 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 the media apparatus was able to get tired use, of it, yeah. To use their, their funneling, the constant push of it. At some point in time, we as a people had decided that we got numb to it. And that scares the life out of me. That we've gotten to this place of borderline, because I don't want to be too harsh on this apathy where for, for once well yeah listen, i love black people man i mean about, <laughs> but i can give you a list of motherfuckers i'll say musical musical you spot on man but i mean i think very often we all we i think very often we forget that the media is a business the you know the amount of commercials that were run during the period of the unrest george floyd unrest uh, so, over and man. over and over, millions so, and millions and millions of dollars were made because people were gripped to their TVs to watch what was going on. Now we don't have that anymore. You got to look for the next boogeyman so folks can keep their eyes on the news. So scary. It's, it it is. It's extremely scary. It's extremely scary. All right, right about now is the time when we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week. Crush, what's up, man? Oh, not much, man. I just want to want everyone to uh, take stock of uh, you know everything that's important in your life and realize what's a realize you know how how short life can be and uh, hold it close. Uh, remind your loved ones that you love them. No doubt. Oh, what's up, man? I I. I often talk about the the difficulties of parenting, but I tomorrow is in my children's elementary school. It's Patriots Day, and the school teacher sent out an email and a text today, requesting that our children wear red, white, and blue tomorrow. And it immediately put me in a difficult space of first saying, "Nah, fuck all y'all. I'm not doing that." But then I also had to think about my children. The exclusionary right? kids. The exclusionary yep. yeah. kids. And that's the struggle when it comes to being a black parent in this country that sends their children to these schools because these folks didn't care. They don't ask whether or not you're willing to participate in that. It's just one of those things that I just want parents to be involved particularly when we talk about schools failing schools one of the things that we often see is parents and black folks particularly want to take their kids to better schools outside of their environment i would love to see us do the opposite can get more involved in the school 
to upheave and change and do whatever is necessary to make the schools in our community much better than they currently are. Uh, but shout out to all the wonderful educators out there who are doing the work. That was just something that is like, damn, now I got to make a decision tomorrow morning whether I allow my little girls to wear red, white, and blue. Something that mm -hmm. I would never, ever be, you know, so how do you navigate that? So yeah. just for your parents. I dig it, man. I dig it. What's up for me this week, man, is uh, unfortunately we got news early this morning or late last night of one of our favorite comedians, David Arnold, passing away Dang. of quote unquote natural causes at the age of 54 years 54 old. 54 years old. Natural you, causes. Dude, my guy. If you follow David Arnold, you know that he is a grinder. He was writing for Fuller House at one point. He's been on tour for a long time. And he's been he had just kicked off his I think his second tour. Like I had bought tickets to the see second him. Second leg of the tour. Yep. yep. Bought tickets to go see him in, in Baltimore in December. Uh and unfortunately, unfortunately, this happened. Fifty-four years old. And also, he was a, a writer for a number of number young of different shows, black yeah. kids shows on yeah. Nickelodeon. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. girl, Lele, Dion, yep. uh, all yep. those. He was responsible for that, man. Yeah. And he and was Fuller just House. coming into yeah, and Fuller House. He was just coming into yeah. his own. Yeah. He yeah, was literally just coming into his own. Yeah. Just yeah, about also, to blow up. He also had a lot of ties to the DMV area. Um, I know uh, yeah. a number of people from the area that knew him. For years, and um, yeah. especially on the, on the on the comedy circuit, um, a lot generally of comedians. Our idea is generally a good guy. My 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 homegirl April Watts shout out this this awesome hilarious interviews with him and Kim Whitley up in Baltimore. Um, yeah, somebody check on Kim. Make sure Kim was alright. They was, was real right. tight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, he was part of that whole. He was part of that that circle, you know that. I think you know, you know, for every set of kings of comedy, there's a set of guys right behind them that chose not to go to the spotlight. I think Mr. Arnold yeah. was part of that collective yeah. that was like, nah, I don't need to be up there on the stage with you guys. I'll be back here with this money. You know, and, and in an era of unfunny comedians, you know? he yeah. stood out he as hilarious. a funny yeah, he was comedian. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's just the fact that he was funny, guy. man. It wasn't just the funniness, though. I think it, it was, was the humanity that I saw. Yeah, his genuine. Like he loved his wife. He loved his. He kids. told these stories, and you actually believed his stories about his interactions with him and his family, man. Yeah. And I think one of the most touching, if you'd seen his second stand-up special that he did on Netflix, he talked oh, about hilarious. his grandfather. He talked about his grandfather. Oh, his grandfather man. didn't believe in him. And then he saw his grust, his hustle and his grind and was like, yeah, he saw like it was probably one of the most cathartic and most genuine moments I think I've seen in a stand up ever. Ever. Because I'm watching like, what the fuck is he? Yeah, where's he going with this? Like, and I'm not laughing like, at none of this shit. Like, oh, shit. And then I bust out laughing. Yeah, I can see it, that. Too. Only for it to, to end like this, man. Rest in peace. Rest in power. 54 fucking years 54 old, man. years old. Crush, where can folks find you if they want to find you, man? Man, you can find me on Instagram as usual. That's the method, which is also funny in Audio Mac, but I just did, just dropped a remix of uh, Nicki Minaj's la latest single. 
uh, climbing up 2,000 plays and climbing, enjoy that on audio, man. You can find me on the SP night. Okay. L, where can folks find you if they want to find you, man? Man, you can find me in your mama's search history. Okay, that's that's that's, that's where your boy is hanging out these days. Uh, <laughs> this this I, man I, is I, fucking I, in, this man is fucking insidious, man. I swear boy, to God, he's, boy, he's got, got problems. Wish, I got death wish, boy. Dude, dude, and you know what's funny? He's been talking about stepping back from social media, but every time he makes comments like these on his Twitter, and then you just see his Bro, this nigga just be looking for trouble. I'm like, oh, oh, he just be looking for trouble. He just be looking for trouble. Always, not me, not me. I'm just quiet, quiet, brother, man. Lay back. I don't want no smoke, man. Don't bring no smoke. I won't fire you up. So let's do that. And I'm big old Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore in the black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick with us and we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Make sure you come on over to our website, www.intheblackpodcast.com. Check out past episodes of the show. And if you really want to become part of the family man join us over on patreon you won't regret it but until next time as always informed intelligent in the black black. peace peace this is this is in the black podcast in the black bro Hands down, one of the best podcasts I ever heard, though. I like y'all. Word. what up? I read a black coffee, Bretchen. Listen. In the black podcast, think your lad is all facts. You don't like that, the fault fact. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't wrong, then you're whack. Intelligent elements always relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Rest in them, my excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know, black up he bro, man a specialist. No what the podcast broadcast, y'all mess with this. Like said they my cheat, who no dweed so effortless. I listen them, I learn, man, them listen them, I benefit. Reporting current event, everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite, the scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not views without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts, bringing them to your residence. In your house or your tenement, listen to hear intelligence. Body filled with melanin power that's so ascending bright in the stars bringing some light back to the desolate in the black podcast that your land is all facts you don't like that the fuck back in the black podcast they fucked up who looks like watch black up here chat me young flop in the black podcast that your land is all facts you don't like that the fuck back in the black podcast we all lost the whole of them can none of them can control like that though. <laughs> 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 <laughs>